Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. I'm Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. the savvy traveler. I do hope wherever you are this weekend, you're by a cool lake or an oceanfront or in front of a working air conditioner at least or... If you're in some parts of the nation that are suffering from drought, that there's some storm clouds on your horizon this weekend. Well, the Union for Continental Airlines pilots told the airline it isn't encouraging its members to call in sick. United Continental is in negotiations with pilots, and apparently an unusual number of pilots have called in to say they're too ill to fly. It's a tactic that's been used before by pilots to pressure airlines during difficult negotiations. So many pilots didn't show up last week, the Continental had to cancel 24 flights one day for lack of anyone to fly the planes. I'll have more news in a moment, but first let me tell you what's coming up this hour. Author Paul Theroux is often seen as the traveler's traveler. He spent decades penning both fiction as well as nonfiction books set in exotic places. Books like his first account of a journey called The Great Railway Bazaar that was an enormous bestseller and put him on the map decades ago. Later titles uh, include Dark Star Safari and Ghost Train to the Eastern Star. Ooh, I like those titles. He's going to join me this morning in a moment to talk about his newest book, a very different one titled The Tower of Travel. And a healthcare entrepreneur named Rod Baird suffered a terrible kayaking accident that flipped over his craft. He was trapped underwater for seven minutes, losing consciousness but somehow surviving. On Sunday evening, his brush with death will be the subject of the National Geographic Channel series, The Indestructibles, or one of the shows in that series, I should say. We're going to ask him today how he managed to live and if he still likes to kayak. Then I've been saving up your email and phone questions. I'm going to answer a handful of them before I share some deals of the week. But first, a look at news and travel this past week. Probably the most shocking news story of the week comes from Libya, where the man convicted of killing 270 people in the Lockerbie bombing in 1988 was seen on local television this week. He'd only served eight years of a 27-year sentence in Scotland when Scottish authorities released him on compassionate grounds. Abdel Basit al-Magrahi had been diagnosed with advanced prostate cancer, and the Scottish government judged he only had about three months to live. He was freed so he could spend his remaining weeks of life with his family in Libya, where, by the way, he was treated as a hero when he arrived back to his homeland. But that was August of 2009. That's two years ago. How's that cancer coming, uh, Abdel? Uh, the mid-air explosion caused by a bomb secreted aboard Pan Am 103 traveling from London to New York claimed 270 victims, 180 of them American. Uh, Megrahi was caught on camera at a pro-government rally this week in support of the besieged Libyan government. On Thursday, Sharon Pinkerton of the main airline lobbying group, the Air Transport Association, told irritated and cranky members of the Senate at a hearing that airlines haven't capitalized on the situation by not dropping ticket prices to reflect the suspension of federal taxes on airline tickets, even though it's clear airlines have capitalized on the situation. Well, here's the deal. Let me break it down. I know this is, if you don't fly a lot, this can be complicated, but it's pretty interesting. Just after midnight last Friday, that's a week ago Friday, the Federal Aviation Administration, or the FAA, ran out of money. It had to halt construction at airports and cease collecting a 7.5% tax on domestic airline tickets and a $3.70 fee for each domestic flight segment a passenger flies. On the bright side of things, it did keep air controllers at work. Thank you, Uncle Sam. 
Now, instead of airfares going down to reflect those uh, taxes uh, being put on ice and that fee being eliminated for the time being, most airlines, except for Alaska and Spirit, decided to pocket that extra revenue. Now, that's hypocrisy to the highest degree because the Airline Transport Association has been belly aching just in the last month in all kinds of op-ed columns on this radio show and in other forums about the high government taxes on airline tickets keeping people from flying. So you would think, you would think, wouldn't you, that if the airline uh, tax and uh, passenger segment fee was suspended, the airlines would gleefully reduce fares so that more people could afford to fly. Well, wrong. Almost all airlines, certainly all the major ones, as I said, other than Alaska and Spirit, and oh, by the way, uh, Virgin uh, America uh, put out a something on their website right, right after these uh, taxes and fees were frozen, you know, saying you could save all this money. But then they saw all their competitors pocket that money instead of giving it back to passengers. So they did the same, except on two routes where they happened to compete with Alaska Airlines. Here's the defense offered by Ms. Pinkerton at the, of the Air Transport uh, Association when she appeared before senators. Quote, Customers are paying this week exactly what they paid last week before the funding left, unquote. Well, exactly. Exactly. That's the point. We're paying exactly the same thing. After all, the belly aching about, you know, too high taxes. Senators John D. Rockefeller of West Virginia and Maria Cantwell of Washington State both wrote the Air Transport Association to tell airlines not to take advantage of the passenger tax lapse. That request apparently fell on deaf ears. So what if you bought a ticket a couple of weeks ago to fly now? Are you due a refund on those taxes you paid a couple of weeks ago? You are. The IRS says airlines should refund that tax to consumers. Airlines say the IRS should handle that as of this weekend. It's not quite clear who's going to do that. Meanwhile, Uncle Sam's losing $30 million a day by not collecting those taxes and segment fees. Now, it bears repeating this has nothing to do with the congressional showdown over raising the debt limit that's been taking up all the headlines for the past couple of weeks. This is a debate over whether the FAA should continue to subsidize airlines that serve small towns uh, that are within 70 miles of larger airports but don't have enough business to keep a, uh, an airline serving them. There's also a second issue involving unionization, but I won't go into that. The point is, this is a very small little bit of warfare going on in the Congress over a couple issues in, revolving around FAA uh, budgeting. So, I don't know. I don't know. Just not right. Doesn't seem right to me. Well, here's a travel story of a very different sort. An ocean exploration team led by a Swedish researcher thinks it may have discovered the wreck of a flying saucer 300 feet under the ocean between Finland and Sweden. The research team was actually looking for a century-old wreck of a ship that capsized carrying cases of a rare champagne. Oh, right there, you got a weird story. Instead, they found a large circle about 60 feet in diameter that resembles nothing anybody's ever seen on the bottom of the sea, at least according to these guys. Now, the head of the exploration team is not asserting it's a UFO, but the Swedish press and UFO buffs are having a field day. Watch that space. And for a crash of a different sort, we go to Monte Carlo, where a pileup involving five cars may have set a new record for repair bills. It happened right in the center of town in Monaco, in Monte Carlo, on the circle, the circle in front of that famous casino. If you've been there, you know that's a traffic circle, and you can park there. The Hotel de Paris overlooks it. There's a lovely patio for dining out there or terrace, I should say. Uh, this is not a speed circle. I mean, if you could hit 20 miles an hour going around this circle, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna get a ticket. Uh, nonetheless, here's what happened. A Bentley Azure scraped the side of a Mercedes and then plowed into a Ferrari, then an Aston Martin and a Porsche. The total estimated value of all those five cars is over a million dollars. 
The editor of a European motoring website said, you probably couldn't find a worse place in the world to crash your car than outside Monaco's Plasta Casino in the middle of summer, unquote. Those five cars will ring up, by the time the repair bills are in, over $160,000 in repairs for fender benders. Ah, okay, remind me not to crash my uh, Ferrari or my, what, what's that called, a Bentley Azure while uh, circling the center of town of Monte Carlo. Stick around. Author Paul Theroux is joining us. Delighted and an honor to have him. You'll want to hear what he has to say. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Here's a terrific excursion that can't be missed. And if you book your reservations now, you'll save $700 per couple. Join the radio show and me for a fun vacation that includes adventure, culture, European romance, great food and wine. The 12-Day France Magnifique Tour begins September 29th. We'll explore Paris, Nice, Avignon, Normandy, the French Riviera, Monaco, and more. Call Colette Vacations at 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345. Or go to RudyMaxa.com. Companion airfare is just $399. I'm Jim Cook, brewer and founder of Samuel Adams. When I started Samuel Adams, no bank would give me a loan. I got my startup money from my drinking buddies. I know people need help when pursuing a great idea. That's why we started Samuel Adams Brewing the American Dream. It provides loans to help people get their small businesses off the ground. When you enjoy the unmistakable taste of a Boston lager, a beer that started in my kitchen, know you're helping someone else chase their dream. I'll drink to that. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save a response. As a home plate ump, my eyesight is my paycheck. Strike one! Strike, that thing was chin high! But the price of monthly contact lenses was eating me up. Strike two! Come on, it bounced to the plate! So to save some money, I'm just using these glasses I found. Cha-ching! Strike three! You're out! He hasn't even pitched the ball yet! There's an easier way to save. Get online. Go to geico.com. Get a quote. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Amdro Kills Ants presents The Household Ant Requiem. If you find yourself shrieking in disgust because ants are invading the harmony of your clean kitchen and home, you need Amdro Kills Ants bait stations and sakes inside and outside your house. Amdro Kills Ants is a bait ants love, so they eat it and die. And that's a tune that'll keep your house humming. Find Amdro Kills Ants' entire line of products at a Walmart near you. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. 18 minutes after the hour. Remember, if you call that number and we're not on the air because many stations time shift our show, feel free to leave a message, your phone number, when I can reach you, and we'll talk it through or I'll answer your questions. Uh, if you've got an idea for a topic, delighted to have you... Uh, uh, suggested. This portion of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Colette Vacations. Colette's our sponsor, as you may know, and I've been talking about this trip that begins September 29th in France. I'll join you for about 12 days going through France. We'll start in Paris, wind up in Nice. In between, we're going to 
eat some terrific food, uh, see some chateau, chateaus in the Loire Valley, uh, check out Aix-en-Provence, and uh, see where Paul Cezanne did a little bit of his painting. We'll go over to Normandy and see the beaches there that uh, uh, became iconic after uh, the Allies landed there during World War II. You can find out more information by going to rudymaxa.com. If you scroll on down that homepage, you'll see a box that says Colette Vacations. Click on it. You'll see a day-by-day itinerary. And if you book and say you're booking for the Rudy Maxa trip, your companion fare, airfare, will only be $3.99 round trip from the United States to Europe. You know the name Paul Theroux. He's got a new book out. It's called The Tower of Travel. And this is Paul writing about happy places. Are there truly happy places, Paul writes? I tend to think that happiness is a particular time and a particular place, an epiphany that remains as a consolation and a regret. Fogies recall many a happy time because fogeydom is the last bastion of the boar, and reminiscence is its anthem. Ordering food in a restaurant in the 1950s, the author William Burroughs said, What I want for dinner is a bass fished in Lake Huron in 1927. I love that. Paul Thoreau, welcome to the show. Thanks, Rudy. Nice to be here. This is a very different book for Paul. You are probably familiar with his fiction and his nonfiction. The Tower of Travel is the title of the new book. It's published by HMH. And it is a collection, not only of Paul's writings, uh, but also of many other travel writers' writings from time, a uh, long time ago, to current writers, categorized in some cases by, oh, say, train travel, yep. um, by walking. It's a fascinating, it's, it's sort of like being a kid and being blindfolded and reaching into a bag of Halloween candy and not knowing what you're going to come with, but come up with, but knowing you're going to like it. That's what this book is, The Tower of Travel. Uh, Paul, uh, what, what prompted you to, to collect so many uh, different writers together in one book? These are all the writers I love, all the trips I admire, uh, all the books I would like to have had recommended to me when I was uh, growing up. It's a, it's, you know, a, a book that you write is a book that you have always wanted to read. And a book like this, a, um, you know, an anthology, is, is, is something that's different from other tra- uh, travel anthologies. It's, it's, it's full of the, uh, the books that I love and passages that I've remembered. There are also a lot of um, books that I had intended to read, which, which I read for this book. For example, I mean, there's uh, a very little-known book by Werner Herzog, uh, you know, the the uh, movie director, German movie director, he wrote, he did Grizzly Man and uh, Fitzcarraldo. Well, he's he's um, in his spare time a great walker, so he wrote a book about walking. And there's a whole section about, as you mentioned, there's a whole section about walking. Just the the great how walking solves your problems. Just get out and and walk. Uh, and so that was, you know, I was looking for books that uh, that I had, you know, little out of the way books too. I can tell you, as a guy who occasionally writes travel articles, this is a gold mine for me. <laughs> yeah, full of quotes. Well, and, and quotes from uh, from my work. I, ta, the word Tao, Tao, actually means path or way. So it's also, you know, how to write, how to travel, how to write travel, uh, what's valuable in travel, just the whole, the, the, the way that a, a traveler goes. And... Um, I mean, there was more. I left. The, I left things out. It was getting very big. It's about three hundred pages. It was. It was about four hundred or more. I had a section called um, "Travel Writers Who Couldn't Drive a Car," uh, and, 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 you know, that, that sort of thing, and other uh, other sections. But um, I'd appreciate it, if you'd send that one to me just by email, if you don't mind, Paul. Travelers who could drive a car. Yeah, there are quite a few of them. You know, there's travelers, travelers who couldn't cook, travelers who never use a, couldn't use a typewriter, ones that, you know, that, 
couldn't drive. That, that kind of interests me. But I mean, uh, there's also there's a section about feats, just great travel feats, things that that you know, one of a kind. Sailing alone around the world is one. I, I mean, a 13 year old. Oh, was she 13? No, she was 16. 16-year-old 16 um, Australian uh, did that. Um, you know, it's, 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 people have done some amazing things. Walking from Cape to Cairo was another. Let's talk. Let's talk about traveling. And by the way, my guest is Paul, is the author and essayist Paul Theroux. Nice to have him aboard. His new book is called The Tower of Travel. Pick it up. It's a great potpourri of great travel writing, not only by Paul but by others that he's collected. Uh, Paul, you like to travel alone, don't you? Why is that? I think that, if, well, I like to travel alone if, if I'm going to be writing about it. If I'm okay. not uh, writing, I love traveling with my wife. Um, uh, and I've traveled with photographers. But if, really, if you travel alone, you, you, um, you find out something about yourself. You find out more about the place. Loneliness or solitude makes you do things that you wouldn't otherwise do if you were with someone. So if you're with someone... You say, well, let's go out to eat. If you, uh, you know, let's go to this restaurant, you, you sort of agree on something. You negotiate. When, you, when you're alone, there's no negotiation. You, you simply plunge in. Someone says, hey, want to see something amazing? And you say, well, I'm alone. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's, it's behind that building. Well, okay. Yeah, and you say, and so you're sort of game for it. I just thought of something else. You asked me earlier about the book. I want this book to be a gift. It's a, you know, it's a, 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 it's a sort of book that I want people to give each other. And that this gift of, it's also a gift of surprise and knowledge. So people, some people like traveling alone, but they don't know why. This book sort of explains why that's so. Here's a couple of great quotes. These are taken from Paul's previous books. This is from uh, The Pillars of Hercules. Any country which displays more than one statue of the same living politician is a country that's headed for trouble. I love that line. Another yeah, or, one from, na or naming things after them, too. You know, uh, that, that, that's, naming them after living people, that's a, that's a big worry. When the, when the, statue, when the statue is uh, someone who's alive. Uh, but, you know, it happens everywhere. In Boston, there's the Ted Williams Tunnel that was named when Ted Williams was still alive. Uh, kind of a worry. He was living it in Probably wasn't his idea, though. Whereas in Kazakhstan, we know whose idea all those statues are. <laughs> Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's that's true. And uh, no, in Kazakhstan, actually, uh, Turkmenistan, every statue right. was of uh, Niyazov, who was, the, who was the prime minister. He called himself Turkmenbashi. Every statue in Ashgabat, the capital, was of Turkmenbashi, and every statue was made of gold. Because big he worry, was the ideal Turkman. He was the ideal Turkman. Let's admit it. <laughs> he was. Yeah. <laughs> Another line: In countries where all the crooked politicians wear pinstripe suits, the best people are bare-assed. Uh, that tends to be the case. You, you, you find there's a big uh, famine in Kenya at the moment. But anyone who sees pictures of uh, food going to Kenya will see that the politicians there are fairly stout. They're very healthy, and they're all wearing pinstripe suits. Uh, the, the famine is somewhere else, in the, but in that country, in Kenya. T tell us about your love for trains as a way to travel. I think that it's, it's, it's simply that you can walk around on a train, you can sit down, there's no stress. Uh, I know there, that trains occasionally get derailed and they occasionally crash, but uh, the, the amount, they're, they're, they're very, um, they're wonderful for reducing the level of anxiety. So you can hop on a train, you can't hop on a plane. You can get off a train, you, you could just get your bag and even if a train slows down, you can hop off in, in some countries. The, the, it's the, it's the, the, the sense that you feel secure and yet um, no one's sort of staring at you, looking at you, no one's checking up. There's no metal detector. 
you know, and you can sleep quite comfortably on a, on a train. You can, you're completely horizontal on a train. I've found it great for, for writing. Just, I've never been able to write on a bus, on a plane, or I, mean, I scribbled on a plane, I guess, or in a car, it's impossible. But I've written an immense amount. I've written books on trains. My first book, The Great Railway Bazaar, the boast that I had was that I started writing it when I was on a train. And when the train was pulling into uh, London, I was finishing the book. Amazing. I didn't know that. Were yeah, you writing it in longhand, or did you have a portable typewriter? No, no, no. Just uh, It was in the 70s. I, I, I had notebooks. I, I wrote it in, in four very big, fat notebooks. Just on my lap, it, was, it wasn't you know it wasn't a great feat. It wasn't uh, you know an amazing thing. It was what people do all the time. And you Let see people. I mean, I was in Sicily for, for Pillars of Hercules trip. There was a guy on a train composing music. In fact, he was just tapping his toe, writing the music. And I said, "What do you do?" I happen to speak Italian. He said, uh, "Un fisarmonica." I get an accordion. I said, "You get an accordion? Where's the accordion?" He said, "The accordion's home." But I, he said, "I don't need it to to compose music." So he's there, sitting there. We're rattling along from Palermo to Messina. This guy um, was composing music, just you know, writing notes. Funnily enough, I got a letter from a, a man uh, about six months after the book appeared, and he said, "I know that man who is composing music is my cousin." <laughs> Paul Theroux's new book is called The Tower of Travel. Do pick it up. It's in bookstores everywhere, Amazon.com. And check out paultheroux.com, T-H-E-R-O-U-X. Paul, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Rick. Thanks, Rudy. Talk to him again. Nice to have Paul on board. We'll be back in just a moment. We're going to talk about a guy who survived seven minutes underwater. Live to tell about it. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. Amdro Kills Ants presents The Household Ant Requiem. If you find yourself shrieking in disgust because ants are invading the harmony of your clean kitchen and home, you need Amdro Kills Ants bait stations and stakes inside and outside your house. Amdro Kills Ants is a bait ants love, so they eat it and die. And that's a tune that'll keep your house humming. Find Amdro Kills Ants' entire line of products at a Lowe's near you. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 33 minutes after the hour. Hey, go to Facebook. Like me. Here's what you want to look for, Rudy Maxa TV show. There are three or four Rudy Maxas there. A couple of them, I don't know who they are, uh, but they purporting to be me. Go to Rudy Maxa TV show and like me. Get me up to 2,000. Uh, let's check the number again for uh, Rob. Anna, will uh, will text it to you, uh, uh, Jeff. Uh, we're uh, standing by to talk to Rob Baird. He is going to be the subject of a special Sunday night 
on National Geographic Channel's show called uh, The Indestructibles. It's about people who, well, survived traumatic events, and Rob Bear did nothing if not survived a traumatic event uh, when he was trapped for seven minutes underwater when his kayak flipped over during uh, a vacation. How did he survive? Well, he, he, he became unconscious, and that show will describe that, and we're going to talk to him in just a minute. We're trying to reach him on the, on the phone. Uh, meanwhile, let me tell you, you can email me anytime, Rudy, at RudyMaxa.com, if you've got a show idea or if you have a travel question. Later this hour, I'm going to answer uh, two or three travel questions that you guys have sent me over the last uh, few days. Always happy to do that. If you'd like to call in, you hear that number, 800-387-8025, that the announcer mentions. That number is only live when we're doing the show live from 10 to noon on Saturday. But there's always voicemail. You'll hear my voice welcoming you when you call that number. Feel free to leave a message, and I'll get back to you, or we'll entertain your question on the air, or if you just have a comment or suggestion, I'd like to hear about it. That number is 800-387-8025. Call it 24-7. It won't wake me up. You can even call at night. doesn't matter what time zone you're in. But let me know what time zone you're in if you need to call back so that I don't wake you. Uh, when I call you back. Um, you can also uh, go to www.rudymaxa.com to listen to podcasts. We haven't talked about that in a while. We do post our shows, usually by Sunday night or Monday. The show is up, so if you've heard a favorite, something you'd like to listen to again, or you missed something, or you'd like to send it to a friend, you can do that from rudymaxa.com. Do we have uh, Rob on the phone? Andy, did you text him the, the number? Uh, well, we... Uh, well, he just called in and gave us another number, but uh, apparently he's not answering. Hmm. Okay, well, we'll try it. Oh, we got him. All right, we got him. We got Rob on the phone. Hey, Rob, it's Rudy Maxa. How are you? Good morning, Howard. Hello, Rudy. How are you doing? Fine. Sorry. I was just, uh, so I've told, I've told the audience uh, what happened uh, in, 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 in a thumbnail, which is surviving seven minutes underwater. First of all, where did this happen? It happened on the Chattooga River, which borders between North Carolina, uh, between South Carolina and Georgia. But I'm looking at the website for National Geographic uh, 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 Channel Television, and they call it something called Lost at Sea. And it is this fictionalized? I'm not sure because it says it, the title is supposed to be Seven Minutes Underwater, and huh. it isn't fictionalized. I believe I spent seven minutes stuck under a rock in. Uh, between two uh, class four and five rapids on the Chattooga River. Yeah, that, nothing fictionalized about that. Now, you passed out. You were unconscious. Uh, I, I, I was unconscious. I might have been dead. Uh, I had no pulse. I had no respiration, and my lungs were filled with water. But I was revived because I was very fortunate to be with some really well-trained rescuers. Well, were you, were you in an air pocket? No, no. I was uh, in a... Think of a tube uh, with water flowing in one end and out the other, but it's made of rock. Uh, and my boat was wedged in there at an angle, and I was stuck underwater, and it was seven minutes. And you can watch the video, and you'll see there's no air pocket. That is, uh, okay, so how do doctors explain it? How does anybody explain it, Rob? I mean, that's the obvious question I'm sure everybody asks you at every cocktail party you go to. Well, in that National Geographic show is actually built around the theory of how do we explain something like this because you don't think anybody can live without breathing for seven minutes. Right. Some of the things that they explore were could an air pocket have formed and they disproved that. The 
thing that they did, which I found most interesting, was to talk about something called the mammalian diving reflex, which just means when your face is in cold water, your respiration drops significantly, your pulse drops. And then they introduced me to people who do apnea diving, and those are people who can actually hold their breath for seven or eight minutes while diving to 300 feet under the ocean. So it is possible. Unbelievable. There have been no after effects, no brain damage, no anything? Uh, I can't do uh, differential equations very well, but I wasn't great at that when I started. Gosh, it's so good to hear your voice after hearing this story, Rob. Are you still kayaking? Uh, Yes, I uh, went back and actually... Did a uh, did a trip on that same river with some folks who wanted to see uh, do some video of me going down that river to the accident site, and it didn't bother me a bit. It, the friends I was with were the ones that were actually uncomfortable. I remember nothing of the day. But you still kayak for uh, uh, in, on other lakes and rivers as well. Yes, I don't do things quite as uh, adventuresome, but that's more associated with having gotten eight years older in the uh, time between the original accident and today than with uh, my you know, my fear of anything. I'm not afraid. It's just physically after you get up in the, you get on team Medicare, you don't do things <laughs> quite as vigorously as you How used old to. Are you? How old are you, Rob? Uh, I have my Medicare card. Okay, all right. <laughs> you can see Seven Minutes Underwater Sunday night, July 31st, 9.30 p.m. on the National Geographic Channel. Hey, thanks for joining us, Robin. Nice to have you with us. And I mean that in every sense of the word. Take care. We'll be right back. I'm going to take some emails from listeners. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. My wife's monthly trip to the beauty salon was really adding up. I mean, between dyeing her roots and trimming the dead ends, we were going dead broke. So to save some money, I'm cutting it for her while she sleeps. Don't wake up yet. Go to sleep, go to sleep. You're almost gorgeous. Oh, she is going to love this. There's an easier way to save. Get online. Go to Geico.com. Get a quote. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. (coughs) On average, a smoker will die 15 to 20 years earlier than a non-smoker. Quit risking your life. Quit spending all your hard-earned money. Quit worrying about dirty looks. Take your freedom back and switch to American Blue Tip, the hassle-free electronic cigarette that looks, feels, and tastes just like the real thing. It's not real smoke, just water vapor. Crazy. I can finally relax without sucking in all those chemicals and tar. No secondhand smoke. Quit thinking about it. Make the switch to American Blue Tip right now. It's everything you love about smoking without the tar, tobacco, and carcinogens. You won't even miss cigarettes. Call now. Now for your risk-free trial of American Blue Tip, call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. Quit stalling and switch right now. Call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. I'm Jim Cook, brewer and founder of Sam Adams. There's a rhythm to the season, so at Sam Adams, we develop styles of beer to accompany that. We brew Samuel Adams Oktoberfest, Winter Lager, Noble Pills, and right now, there's Summer 
Samuel Adams Summer Ale is a flavorful wheat beer. It has a nice spice note and a little lemon zest. It's brewed with a historic brewing spice called Grains of Paradise. But just like summer, Summer Ale won't be around for long. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save responsibly. Amdro Kills Ants presents The Household and Requiem. If you find yourself shrieking in disgust because ants are invading the harmony of your clean kitchen and home, you need Amdro Kills Ants bait stations and sakes inside and outside your house. Amdro Kills Ants is a bait ants love, so they eat it and die. And that's a tune that'll keep your house humming. Find Amdro Kills Ants' entire line of products at a Walmart near you. Join me in the radio show as we tour France beginning this September 29th. We'll explore Paris, picturesque Provence, the French Riviera, and more. We'll enjoy tours and tastings at well-known wineries, experience an evening cruise along the River Seine, and did I mention the French cuisine? Enjoy the rich culture and romance of France by calling Colette Vacations now. Book now, and couples save $700 with companion airfare of just $399. Call 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345, or go to rudymaxa.com. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under radio sponsors for more info. If you do join me in France for that trip, make sure you do have a MedJet card with you for medical evacuation. I've got to tell you, it's pulled me out of the bacon out of the fire. Saved me on a trip to Uzbekistan. That's a whole other story. But uh, always good to have this medical evacuation coverage. You may think your premium credit card covers you. It doesn't. It just covers you evacuation of the nearest hospital. You may not want to go to the nearest hospital, as I didn't in Uzbekistan when I broke my shoulder. At any rate, um, and listen, if you're sitting on the fence about this France trip, uh, almost time to pull the trigger here. We're talking uh, September 29th. Uh, we've only got a few slots left, so if you've been thinking about joining me in, Par- in France for 12 days, including Paris and Nice and Provence and the south of France, uh, please uh, focus on it and uh, and get your reservation in. We can only take a few people, and delight to have you, delighted to have you with us. Well, you know, every once in a while a newspaper makes it a mistake or a... Uh, somebody sends out the wrong email, or even a radio show host make, makes a mistake and has to retract something. No, I'm not about to retract something. But I think this is probably the week's most embarrassing retraction. I received a press release from the Jordanian Tourist Board for North America, which is headquartered just outside of Washington, D.C. I got that uh, press release this week. It announced the Jordanian Tourism Board had been named in Travel Weekly, the trade publications. Uh, it had been named in Travel Weekly's 2011 power list as one of the most influential sellers of travel in the United States. Well, I was happy to hear that uh, because I just happened to know the head of the Jordanian Tourism Office, I think a lot of her and of her staff. But then a couple days later came a correction. It wasn't the Jordanian Tourist Board, the JTB initials referred to in that Travel Weekly story. JTB actually stood for the Japan Travel Bureau. Whoops. All right, it happens. Listen, uh, I've made mistakes myself, I know, but... uh, that was quite a retraction. Um, got a bunch of emails I wanted to uh, take care of. Dave from South Carolina wrote me uh, to ask, 
When's the best time to make a reservation for a Caribbean cruise for next March? Should I book now or later? Wait for better prices? Boy, it's a question I get asked a lot. Of, a lot. Uh, so I asked our cruise expert, Ann Campbell, to weigh in on these questions. We talked about it, and uh, she said cruise prices are at an all-time low right now thanks to too much capacity in the lagging economy. So you don't really have to book out too far in advance, but what you do have to think about is your airfare to reach your point of departure, presuming you're having to fly into uh, wherever the ship is departing from and come home from there as well. Uh, the closer you get to January 15th, says Anne, that's the start of the peak season of Caribbean cruising, the more you'll pay for your airline ticket. So keep that in mind, uh, Dave from South Carolina. If you're booking one of the new hotter ships, such as the Oasis or the Allure of the Seas, it's best to book by November 1st before people start really thinking about going to warm places a.k.a. the Caribbean. So, hope that helps you out, Dave. James from Southern California called to ask me uh, uh, this question. He said he's going to China to visit his son, and he has a pacemaker in his body, and he's wondering what is going to happen when he goes through airport security. Well, here's your answer, James. Uh, the TSA recommends but does not require that if you have a pacemaker, you carry and show a pacemaker identification card uh, as you approach airport security. That way they'll make sure you don't go through any magnometer or anything that might... Uh, uh, interfere with your pacemaker. Show the security officer your pacemaker ID if you have one, or simply tell the TSA official that you have a pacemaker, and uh, you'll have two options. Uh, well, you you have one option. You'll be you'll be patted down by a TSA inspector. Your option is you can have it done right there, or you can ask to be uh, uh, go to a private area for your pat down if you'd like. Uh, now, if your doctor has rec recommended you not be hand-wanded, that's another option. Simply request a TSA agent give you a pat-down. And again, that can be done in a private setting or not. David from Georgia asked, uh, uh, how to save on meals after you arrive in a new destination? Well, that was an unusual question. He specifically asked how to save after checking into a hotel or motel. That's unusual. I get, get asked how to save on cruises, how to save on airfares, how to save on hotels. How to save on meals is a question I don't get a lot, so I thought about it. Um, I have saved on meals by... Uh, uh, you know, buying easy-to-assemble meals in the local grocery store, going and buy some yogurt, some cheeses, some bread, some cold cuts, uh, you know, a nice pastry, for example. Uh, whether or not your room has a refrigerator will depend, I think, on how much flexibility you have uh, uh, in buying food at a grocery store and keeping it, but you can buy it meal by meal. Also, around the world, as well as here in the United States, um, a lot of uh, grocery stores have prepared foods that you can eat in your room as well. So you can even take out something hot like, uh, you know, roasted chicken or whatever and, and eat it in your room or in a nice park if the weather is, uh, is uh, friendly enough. Also, talk to locals. See where they eat. They probably eat in places that are cheaper than those that normally serve tourists. And finally, you can take along your own peanut butter, your own nuts and fruits and so on on a trip. Hope that helps you out, uh, David in Georgia. Interesting question. How do you save on food? Um, very, very good question. I'll be right back in just a moment. Going to have some deals of the week for you, a little more about how to save money. Nice to have you here in Rudy Max's world. Hope you'll stick around. We'll be right back. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. 
52 minutes after the hour. Well, the Canadian dollar's on the rise again against the U.S. dollar. That's having an impact on Canadian border towns who rely partly on U.S. visitors for, uh, for their income. The Canadian dollar has gained about five cents against the U.S. dollar in the last month alone. It now takes one American dollar and one dollar and six cents to buy one Canadian dollar. That's good news for businesses on the U.S. side of the border as Canadians begin to cross over to get bargains here. But Canadian businesses have watched business fall from, well, about 25% since last year, 40% since 2009. That's quite a hit to the bottom line. Uh, and some observers are saying even this weekend, if Washington can't sort out this debt ceiling issue, the Canadian dollar will strengthen even more. So if you'd bought Canadian dollars, what, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, you would have made 5% of your money already. Fiji's military government stands accused of censoring accounts of the death of two foreign men in Fiji for fear of frightening away visitors from nearby Australia and New Zealand. One man was reportedly badly beaten while walking through a street in the town of Nadi. Eight days later, he collapsed and died five days after that. Another man, an American executive, disappeared while surfing. Neither deaths were reported widely, and an anti-government blog said the government told the media to downplay both incidents for fear they'd scare off tourists. Well, there you go. Um, now, oh, one more. Imagine for a moment that you've traveled all the way to Peru to see the fabled ruins of Machu Picchu, and you finally reach the town at the entrance of the ruins, that's uh, Aguas Calientes, and you can't get in. That's what happened to hundreds of tourists uh, uh, this week who arrived there without entry tickets. Turns out only 2,500 visitors are allowed in Machu Picchu at a time, and the limit was reached that day. The head of the Regional Tourism Bureau said apparently some travel agencies failed to inform their clients that they needed tickets to visit. By the way, you can buy those tickets online before you go to Peru or before you go to Machu Picchu. The website is machupicchu.gob.pe for Peru. Machupicchu.gob.pe. Okay, time for a deal of the week real fast here. This one is... Ah, there we go. This one is directed at folks who live in Southern California or in New England and have easy access to Boston Logan Airport. You know, so that's for those of you who are listening in Providence, Rhode Island, or Manchester, New Hampshire, or thereabouts, as well as obviously the Boston area. So JetBlue has in the past offered their, you know, all-you-can-fly JetBlue passes. They've decided not to do that. They're going to do it for two regions, as I mentioned. South Carolina, South Carolina, South Car Southern California out of Long Beach, and Boston out of Logan Airport. It's a, it's a thing called an all-you-can-jet plan, and it's a plan whereby you can go anywhere jet flies uh, uh, within reason, and I'll tell you about the reason, um, for one flat fee. So there are three plans. For $1,300, you can travel between Long Beach, California, which is outside of Los Angeles. So if you're headed to L.A., consider this, and if JetBlue serves your city, $1,300 allows for travel between Long Beach and nine western cities. Those cities are Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Oakland, and San Francisco, Sacramento, California, Portland, Oregon, Salt Lake City, Seattle, and Chicago, which isn't quite a western city, but there you go. It's a midwestern city, but not bad. Um, the second offer is $1,500 for Boston Flyers for unlimited travel to 13 cities in the northeast and mid-Atlantic. Uh, those cities include Baltimore, Buffalo, Chicago, Jacksonville, Florida, New York City, Newark, Pittsburgh, Charlotte or Raleigh-Durham, Richmond, Virginia, D.C., and of all things, the island of Bermuda. So if you need to commute to the island of Bermuda several times. Now, this deal is good for travel for three months. 
uh, uh, you can start booking by August 15th, and you can travel between August 22nd and November 22nd. So you have all of, most of September, all of October, and most of November. August 22nd to November 22nd, all you can jet plan. $1,300 from Long Beach to nine western cities in Chicago. $1,500 from Boston to 13 cities in the northeast and mid-Atlantic. And here's the third option, $2,000 for travel from Boston to any city JetBlue serves. So if you want to spend every weekend in, oh, say, Los Angeles or San Francisco, you can fly out of Boston for $2,000 every weekend for three months at a flat rate. You don't have to book ahead. There are no blackout dates, so there's a minimum of fine print on this. Not a bad deal of the week if you can take advantage of it because you live in New England or in Southern California. You can find more details at JetBlue.com. And JetBlue is spelled B-L-U-E, by the way. There is an E in the end of JetBlue. So check that out. We're coming to the end of the show. Always a tragic time. Sad time, sad time, sad time. Boy, jam-packed two hours. Jam-packed two hours. Love having Paul through on. Always a great guest. He's such a great talker and a great writer, too. I'm sure you're a fan of his if you like uh, uh, travel writing. Oh, by the way, let me just say something about this JetBlue deal. Before you rush to buy this, make sure you're going to travel more than, oh, say, four times. Uh, I took some sample fares and divided those into the flat rate offering. And I found generally that if you can do more than 4.6 round trips you're going to get a deal on that JetBlue deal. I should have mentioned that to you. Um, great hours. Great two hours. Thank you for being with me. I hope you're having a nice weekend. I hope you'll join me in Rudy Max's world again next weekend where we talk all things travel. We try to mix it up, keep it different, keep it unexpected, bring you up to date on news, bring you up to date on deals. I'd like to thank my executive producer, Anna Schofield, and my engineer in Connecticut, uh, 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 Jeff Ryder, because without those two people, well, you wouldn't be hearing my voice flying through the Airwaves. We're going to do it all again next week. Remember, you can check out the France Magnifique trip starting September 29th in Paris by going to rudymaxa.com. Scroll on down there and click on the box that says Colette Vacations and see the day-by-day -day itinerary. Join me in France. Let's have a little fun in the late summer. It'll still be nice weather then. See you next weekend. Have a great one. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.